Are you ready to hear a story? That's wonderful. It's very almost the Christmas holidays, or the winter holidays, or whatever you celebrate. But it's a time that we all get to take off and spend with our friends and family. But for one little mouse, it's a time all about him. This is the story of Chris Mouse. In a very busy town, in a very busy street, lives a very busy family, and a very happy mouse. Squeak! Oh, hello. My name's Chris. Happy Chris Mouse. And tomorrow is a very special day. His birthday, the twenty-fifth of December. <gasps> Chris Mouse Day. I'm ever so excited. I love Chris Mouse Day. Chris Mouse knows it's his birthday because every year the very busy family stop for one day and they have a huge celebration. They put up a tree and decorations, and all their friends come and they say "Happy Chris Mouse" or sometimes "Merry Chris Mouse," which doesn't make any sense because his name isn't Mary at all. But no bother. For here comes Emily, the little girl in the family, and she was his favourite. She was kind and lovely, and she often bought him a small slice of cheese, which he liked very much. But as Emily approached, Chris Mouse began to notice how rather bare the house looked this year, especially considering that today was Chris Mouse Eve. The family really had waited very late to put up all his special decorations, but. At least Emily was here. I'm sorry, Christmas Mouse. She always got his name wrong, though. I only have a small piece of cheese for you this year.、Oh. I'm going to miss you so very much. Miss me? Squeak! Why? Are you going on holiday? You can't go on holiday on Christmas Eve. Of course, Emily didn't actually hear Christmas talk. To her, it was just a little squeak. She'd always wanted a pet more than anything. But in their big, busy, expensive house, she wasn't allowed any. So Chris Mouse was very special to her. I wish we didn't have to go away, but my daddy lost his job, and he says we can't stay in this big house now. I'll really miss you, Christmas Mouse. But little girl Emily, squeak! Tomorrow is Christmas Mouse Day. Where will we feast? What about Christmas Mouse presents? Goodbye, Christmas Mouse. A little tear rolled down Emily's cheek. She hadn't made a lot of friends at school, so she really would miss little Chris Mouse. <laughs> Lately, the other girls had been a bit snooty about Emily's clothes and her haircut, so she much preferred animals who never said anything rude about how much money you had. You just need to put that suitcase down, Emily. I'll be very squeak upset if you don't. Oh no, they've all gone. First the tall mummy one, then the tired daddy one, and finally the kind Emily one. Squeak! Whatever is a Chris Mouse to do on Chris Mouse Eve? And so, little Chris Mouse was alone in the house, the once busy house, which was now terribly quiet. I bet this is all just a funny joke. They're probably playing hide and seek with me. I'll find them. First, Chris Mouse looked downstairs in the big fancy living room. 
And then in the big clean kitchen. That's where Emily's chair used to be, where she used to bend down and give me a lovely biscuit to nibble on. But that chair isn't there now. And that's where Emily's train set used to be, where I used to sneak on board and go choo-chooing around the house. But the train set isn't there either. Then Chris Mouse scurried up the stairs to Emily's bedroom. That's where Emily's books used to be, and her cuddly toys of every animal. And our Christmas tree, where we'd eat mince pie crumbs and sing the 12 days of Christmas together. But now there are no toys, and no songs, and no Emily. Chris Mouse scurried into his special little corner of the house, where he had his bed, and his kitchen, and all his little Chris Mouse things. <gasps> and there on the floor was one thing he hadn't noticed. Ooh. A tiny little present, all wrapped up in a bow. Well, it isn't quite Chris Mouse Day, but I'm sure no one will tell me off. So Chris Mouse opened Ooh. the present. And it was a lovely little locket with a picture inside of him and Emily. Oh. And although it was very small to you and me, it was very big to Chris Mouse. And so he loved it even more. Oh, goodness. I simply have to find Emily now. It just won't be a proper Chris Mouse day without her. Then the front door creaked on its hinges and a big booming man came inside talking on his telephone. Why, yeah, all cleared out. That's right, it's my gaff now. Nah, the old owners have been shipped off to a hostel, I think. Somewhere in the dodgy end of town. Listen, I'm sorry the lad lost his job so close to Christmas, but the world goes on, done it. And anyway, who really cares about Christmas these days? Who cares about Chris Mouse? What a terrible thing to say. <gasps> and Chris knew the answer. Why, Emily cares. And I'm going to find her. I just need this great big oaf to move out of the way and then... Chris Mouse saw his opportunity and he darted across the floorboards through the big oaf's legs and into the garden. At least, that's what he thought it was. For he'd never actually been outside before. Oh, there's some, there's some grass. Squeak. A tree? A pond? Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe I should go back inside. It's all a bit scary. But wait. Uh, oh... Yoo-hoo! Up there! Hello! Chris Mouse lifted his paw and waved to a chirpy robin redbreast he saw sitting up on a fence. Oh! Hello! Hello! Happy Christmas Eve to you! But oh no! His squeaks had alerted the oaf who came thundering towards Chris Mouse. Hey, you! I hate vermin! Come here, you dirty little rat! Oh, good gentleman, I'm not a ra. Chris Mouse darted out of the way oh. as a rather unfriendly boot whooshed by him. <clears throat> and then, before he knew quite where he was, oh. with a flapping of little robiny wings, he was flying. <gasps> First this way and then that, as the oaf grabbed and clutched and tried to catch him. And then, with a whoosh, <gasps> he went over the big oaf's head and off across the street. <gasps> Oh, I'm flying! I can see all the houses on the very busy street from up here. Oh, and they all welcome me with lights and decorations. They all celebrate Christmas Day. Then suddenly, just as quickly as Christmas had been flying, he was back on the ground with a rather loud thud for such a small mouse. Oh! oh. Wait, of all the most stupid things! Who said that? What a ninny of a creature you are! 
Chris Mouse looked up to see the same Robin he had wished a happy Chris Mouse Eve to just moments before. I am Roberta Robin, and you nearly got yourself killed. Well, Chris Mouse thought that was very rude, so he held out his arms and started to flap them like little wings. Twitter, now what are you doing? Well, it was very nice to meet you, Roberta, but now I am going to fly away. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Golly gosh, you think you can fly. I picked you up and landed you here so that giant ape man didn't squash you. Mice can't fly. Oh, you mean not even on Christmas Eve? You mean Christmas Eve? Ah, no, perhaps you misheard. It's Christmas Eve. Why do you say it like that? Like what? Christmas Eve. Because that's what it is. Have you not heard of Christmas Eve? Christmas Day? Look at all these houses with their Christmas trees, their Christmas lights. All because of me and my birthday. Roberta paused, only for a moment. She looked like she might have the hiccups as her beak was quivering ever such a lot. And then she let out a small, robiny giggle, which soon became a river of robiny chuckles. <laughs> you think this is all about you? Christmas Day? <laughs> no, no, no. Christmas is a special time, of course. But it's not about mice. No, it's all about sending cards. You can see them in all the windows and on all the walls. Come here, let's get a closer look. Roberta picked up Chris Mouse again and flew him over to a windowsill across the street. They looked inside, where a granddad and grandma were putting up lots of Christmas cards on a piece of string. What do you see on all the cards? Do you see who it is? Why, it's a Robin Redbreast. It's you, Roberta. Exactly. Christmas is all about the cards. And actually, it's all about me. Chris Mouse wasn't entirely convinced. He knew he always had lots of crumbs and special treats on Christmas Day. And it was no coincidence that the whole family, even the whole street, celebrated too. Still, although he was a very important mouse, he supposed he could share his special day with Roberta. After all, she had just saved his life. I tell you what, as you have helped me, I will help you too. What can I do for you this Christmas Eve, Roberta? To say thank you in the Christmas spirit. Now I don't think you can help me, little mouse. Not with my problem. Roberta hopped down from the windowsill and then she fluttered over to a tree in the granddad's garden. This tree used to be filled with berries. Juicy berries that I would eat. But it's been too cold this year with all the snow and no berries have grown. Now... I feel very hungry. Oh dear, Roberta. That's very sad. There are berries on the other side of town, but my feet are too tiny and my wings get so tired that I can't bring them back home. I think I might go completely hungry. Oh, that sounds terrible. Really, Chris Mouse couldn't think of anything so bad as being hungry. But, in fact, now he considered it, his tummy was rumbling too. It had been a little while since the cheese. And Emily. I know, Roberta. My best friend Emily has moved away. She had to move out of the big, busy house across the big, busy street to somewhere called Hostel in the dodgy side of town. 
if my Emily and your berries are both there, then I can help you bring your berries back and I can have my Christmas day. Hmm, that does sound rather a good plan. Hostel, you say? I'm not familiar with it. Is it anywhere near lamp post? Or bench? What about wheelie bin? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know. But if you fly us up high enough, maybe I'll see Emily and the juicy berries. Roberta sized up Chris Mouse. Hmm. He was only a small mouse, but she was only a tiny robin. Hmm. And the dodgy end of town was really quite a way away. But she had warmed to the little mouse and his plight. And so she nodded. Yes, little Christmas mouse. I will take you to the dodgy end of town, where we will find my berries and your Emily. Oh, hooray! And so, that is what they did. Roberta carefully picked up Chris Mouse in her tiny little claws, and she flew up, up and away, far over the very busy street, and into the air, further than Chris Mouse had ever gone before. And as they flew, Roberta told Chris Mouse all about the twinkling town below. Down there! With the huge tree, that's the town square, where people go to buy all of their food and shopping. And there's one of the schools. It has very big gates, and people have to pay for their children to go in. And what's that one? That's the other school. That one has smaller gates, and nobody pays to get in there. Oh, I, I wonder where Emily goes to school. Well, Chris Mouse... Emily used to go to the school with the big gates, but next year she was going to start going to the school with the smaller gates, and that made her a little bit worried, especially now that she didn't have her good friend Chris Mouse around. But just then, Chris Mouse got a little too excited. Oh, oh look, there she is! It's Emily, right there, see? Chris Mouse pointed excitedly, and it threw poor Roberta all off course. She tried to get straight, but she couldn't balance all of the weight, and both of them went hurtling down towards a park, landing in a big pile of leaves. Roberta and Chris Mouse sat up, both a little dazed. Oh, Roberta, uh, why are the leaves moving? I don't know, Chris Mouse. Roberta and Chris leapt back as the leaves rustled in the darkness. And then... Hey, you leader, this looks not like spring to me. Who are you, lad, waking me up? Oh, well, I'm Chris Mouse. Happy Chris Mouse Eve, sir. By the the cheek, waking me up, lad. Ah, well, they call me Doug, and I'm an hedgehog. And hedgehogs, well, they sleep till spring, don't they? So, if you don't mind... Oh, oh, yes, of course. Uh, Sorry, sorry. Oh, uh, just before you do go back to sleep, I don't suppose you can tell us where we are. Do you know a little girl called Emily? Doug sighed. He was a little annoyed, and all of his long spikes bristled in the wind. He was a bit of a dirty hedgehog, with a little pink face poking out of all the mud. But I don't suppose there is much time for washing when you're hibernating. Ah, we're in Carhill Park, which is where I like to hibernate, so I doesn't get disturbed. Is this in the... What's it called, Chris? Oh, the the dodgy end of tan. What's that then? Well, it's it's where my best friend Emily has gone to live, and I simply can't celebrate my birthday, Chris Mouse Day, without her. Come again, lad. Well, it's my birthday, and she's my best friend. She loves all creatures, and well. No, not that bit. The bit about Chris. Chris Mouse Day? You mean Christmas Day? C- 
Chris Mouse Day. <laughs> Chris Mouse? Oh, lad, you think all these lights and presents are about you? <laughs> now you've got me. Oh. But right then, just as Roberta and Doug were chuckling away, Chris Mouse noticed a big person walking by, talking on her telephone. Yeah, I'm headed over that way now. Well dodgy-like, but that end of town always is. The woman was glugging from a big can, which was five times the size of Chris Mouse. Then she scrunched up her can and... Watch out, Doug! Watch out, Roberta! The big person threw her giant can towards the pile of leaves. But just in time, Chris Mouse jumped up and pushed everybody out of the way. Is everyone okay? Hey, lad, I think you just saved me life. But not your lovely, leafy home, Doug. Doug looked sadly over at his lovely warm home. And indeed, the can had flattened everything. (sighs) Now he had no home at all. (sighs) And on Chris Mouse Eve, too. Oh, I'm so very sad for you, Doug. Aye, these people, they're a blooming nuisance. And if it weren't for you, Pear, waking me up, well, that might just have squashed me. I suppose I ought to say thank you. Doug didn't really seem like he wanted to say thank you, but Chris Mouse and Roberta still accepted graciously. Well, I suppose I'd better find a new home now that me old one's been knackered. Nice to meet you both, if you're into that kind of thing. Okay, ta-ta! Oh no, uh, Doug, uh, uh, Mr Hedgehog, please wait. Uh, Why don't we help each other? Is that a deal you're suggesting, lad? Oh, in that case, I'm all ears. And prickles. Well, I, Chris Mouse, and Roberta Robin here are on a mission. I am searching for my best friend Emily, and Roberta is searching for berries so she can have a lovely Chris Mouse Day lunch and not go hungry. Ah. Why don't you help us, and we'll help you to find a safe new home. Dwight, your spikes would be absolutely perfect for holding berries on. And I've had a lovely home for many, many years, so I'll be the best mouse to help you find yours. Ah, well, I suppose a house specialist wouldn't be a bad thing for me to have along. I warn you, though, I'm pretty slow, and I'm pretty grumpy, and I'm not always one for the idle chit-chat. Oh, that's fine, Squeak, because I'm great at idle chit-chat, so I can chit-chat for the both of us. I'm not sure that's quite what Doug had in mind, but he could see that both the other creatures meant well, and they had helped him out of a really tricky spot. Why don't we start following that blighter who ruined me house? She said she was headed to the dodgy side of town, didn't she? Well, I can't very well fly both of you, I hope you know. Doug doesn't look very light. Oh, they may, uh, there's no need to be rude like. And I haven't even eaten since September. The three new friends started to walk and fly towards the end of the park, slightly slower than Chris Mouse had anticipated. Why, us hedgehogs, we hibernate from autumn all the way through to spring, so we don't see none of this Christmas lark. Oh, gosh, well, Christmas Day is just great. It's when I get all my special presents, and everybody gives me food, and they make the house look beautiful just for me. Oh, and they send lots of cards for Roberta, too. I'm actually on all the cards. Actually. Ah, right you are. Now to do with the one-horse soap and air, then. Whoever is that? One-horse soap and air. 
dashing through snow. I tell you, that's who we need here right now. That fella would get to the dodgy end of town much quicker with him on board. I don't understand, Roberta. Quick, I think Doug is talking about Santa Claus. Dashing through the snow in his one-horse open sleigh. Soap and air, I tell you. Squeak, who is Santa Claus? Oh, come off it, lad. I'm not going through all that with you. We'll be chit-chatting through to Easter at this rate. Easter? What's that? Oh! The three funny little friends wandered out of the park and along a street. It didn't look like the very busy street that Emily had lived on before. This one was smaller and quieter, and there was a little bit less stuff. Nobody had a great big car. Nobody had a great big tree. But when they were peeking through the windows... Chris Mouse saw lots of little boys and girls who still looked just as happy and excited that it was Chris Mouse Eve. Hey up, look who we've got here. It's only the one horse. And sure as the whiskers on a mouse's face, there at the end of the tiny little street was, well, it looked more like a donkey than a horse, to be honest. But we mustn't quibble. And there the donkey stood grazing next to a great big cart, and she looked very pleased with herself. Eeyore! What do we have here? A mouse, a robin, and an hedgehog. You're not waiting for you-know-who to come, are you? Oh, yes. We're waiting for Emily. Well, we're trying to find her, really. And some berries. And an house. Well, you can have all that and more when my mate gets here. We well, don't know why them lads untied me from the sleigh. But my mate will be here soon enough, don't you doubt it. Oh, gosh. Who's that, then? Only Santa Claus himself. I'm Dasher the reindeer. I'll be pulling the sleigh. No, you're not. You're not a reindeer, you're a donkey. And that is not a sleigh, it's a cart full of air. Oh, come on, Doug, don't be quite so rude. I'm sorry, he's a bit grumpy since we woke him up. She's not a reindeer, she's a donkey. Eeyore, I am not. You did just Eeyore, I believe. Um, excuse me, but... Who is this Santa Claus? All the animals stopped. Dasher looked surprised. He's the big man, he is. The one that brings presents. Oh, you mean Father Christmas. Christmas. No, no. Chris and then Mouse. I am he. I am the one it's all about. (laughs) I really am tired of you all giggling at me. I just don't understand it. Come here, Pat. Let me show you something. Get up on me head. Dasha lifted Chris Mouse up onto her neck, where he nestled into her fur. She got close up to the window of the little house she'd been left in front of, so that Chris could see inside, where a family were playing a fun game. You see them ornaments on the side there? That's the nativity lovey. That's when Jesus were born. It's his birthday, Chris Mouse. Not yours. Chris Mouse looked at the ornament, which was proudly on display. (gasps) Their nativity looked a bit like Emily's house when Emily was first born, in some ways. There's a tiny baby. And a mum. And a dad. Ah, there's also a donkey. You can shush you. There's an angel too, and... Then, Chris Mouse paused as a troublesome thought entered into his head. If it's not Chris Mouse Day, if I'm not special, then... Maybe I won't find Emily after all. A sad little Chris Mouse scuttled down from Dasher's mane and down her tail, 
coming to a sorry little stop in the straw by her hooves. He had always liked feeling special, having a whole day all of his own. Now he didn't know what to feel. Don't be sad, young mouse. I'm not important, you know. I just live in the park. Chris Mouse looked up. Oh, oh no, Doug, you're terribly important. I never would have got this far without you. I'm not important either. I'm just a hungry little bird. Chris Mouse stood up tall. <gasps> well, I certainly won't hear that. Without you, Roberta, I'd have been squashed. Then Dasher smiled. Well, maybe you don't need to be special to everyone, Chris Mouse. Just to the people who cares about you. Like Emily? That's right. And me. And me. All right, and me. A little bit. I'm just worried I'll be no good for Santa whilst I'm untied from the sleigh like this. Since them lads undid me reins and left me here on me own, I'll never be able to pull it. Chris Mouse straightened up and began to feel himself again. Oh, I think we can help with that. All it needs are a few tiny little fingers and toes to help tie it back together. All three of the creatures worked together to tie up the loose ends of the reins, and soon Dasher was reattached to... Well, it wasn't quite a sleigh. More of a cart, really. But no one minded. Oh, I can't thank you enough. I'm so happy I could burst, I could. I don't suppose there's anything I could do you for. Well, you could carry one mouse and one robin and one hedgehog pretty easily in your cart. And you're a bit faster than Doug here. So I don't suppose you could take us to the dodgy end of town? Could you? Well, I know this town back to front on account of how I deliver for Santa, but that's a very big area. She's in a place called Hostel with her mum and dad. Hmm. I can't promise nothing, but my reindeer senses tell me that I think I know just the place. Three lefts and about her next to the abandoned shopping trolley and Bob's your uncle. And so Chris Mouse and Roberta and Doug all got up onto the donkey cart. Sorry, the reindeer's sleigh. And they took off through the streets, with Dasher's bell ringing as they went. It was so late on Christmas Eve that all the curtains were drawn. But still, a few excited young faces peeped out at the sort of a sleigh passing by, filled with not-quite-presents. And as they passed, everything began to look a tiny bit dirtier than before. Through places a little bit more tumbled down, But everywhere they went, the children who saw them gave them a wave and a smile, and they seemed full of joy. And soon, they stopped outside a tall grey building that didn't look as happy as the home that Chris Mouse knew. Is this hostel? It doesn't look like my Christmas cards. It doesn't look like Emily's old house at all. No, there was paint peeling off the walls, and one of the pipes was cracked, so there was water spilling down. The front door had a big mud splash up the front and... Oh, wait. Two people were coming outside. Oh, that's Emily's parents. Her mum and dad. Chris Mouse watched as Emily's dad spoke softly. I wish we could get her lots of presents. Like other years. She seems so sad. We just can't afford it, love. She'll understand. Oh, no. Why are they so sad? We think at Christmas, people like to have things. Like a bed? No, like a present. They would go in Dasher's sleigh. Oh no, I've come all this way and I don't have a present. What am I going to do now? Eeyore, come on Chris, 
Let's go around the back into the garden and see what's there. Maybe there'll be a big comfy pile of leaves for making houses out of. Dasha pulled her not quite a sleigh around the side of the hostel, out of sight of Emily's mum and dad. She pulled it around into the garden, and although she tried to be quiet, she actually made quite a bit of noise. And before they knew it, everybody was awake. Soon, all of the families in the hostel were at their windows looking out. And who did Chris Mouse see? Emily! Christmas Mouse! Emily ran outside, followed by her mum and dad and half the hostel too. Everyone looked surprised. It's a Christmas miracle. I think you'll find it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Tweet! Gosh, it's a robin. You must be hungry. Look over there. There's a tree full of berries. It's perfect for you. Tweet! Well, you really are kind, aren't you, Emily? I told you, Emily loves all creatures. Oh, look, Mr Hedgehog. What are you doing awake in the winter? Well, there's a lovely pile of moss in the corner there. You can stay until spring and we'll all look after you. Oh, Emily. Squeak. Thank you. Aye, that is rather nice of you, lass. Well, Emily did love all the creatures. And as her mum and dad watched on, they realised that what she really wanted wasn't presents at all. In fact, Dasha's not quite a sleigh was filled with exactly what Emily had wanted. Friends. Oh, and a lovely proud donkey. Sweet reindeer. Aye. Well, we have a shed back here that would be perfect for your stable. Aeor! And my little Christmas mouse. You've come back to make this the best Christmas ever. Squeak! Oh, thank you, Emily. This will be the best Christmas day ever. And indeed it was. Although they didn't have very much, everybody in the hostel pulled together and made a little dinner that they all shared. Emily even got a little gift from one of the other mums. And though she thought it might have been second-hand, she didn't mind at all because it was very thoughtful. And as the day wore on, Emily gathered all her little friends together at Dasha's new stable and gave them a big hug before everyone came out to sing a special little song. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. See? Soap and air. Told you. And they all had the most wonderful Christmas day any of them could ever imagine. Happy Christmas. Squeak. We really hope you love this story. So please let us know if you do. Because every time somebody tells us they like a story, we can tell the people that made it or the person that wrote it. And they can write more or make more. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful holiday.